Talk lines open now at 247-2000. Hey everyone, happy Thursday. Michelle here with Greater Ketchikan Chamber of Commerce. It is not Business Matters Monday. We're going to call it Business Matters Thursday because Monday was, of course, the 4th of July. And a big shout out to everyone in the community who made this year's 4th of July absolutely amazing. Amazing. Boy, the floats were incredible. The volunteers were incredible. Everything, all of the events around town were just fantastic. And, hey, big shout out to the weatherman, too, because the weather was Chamber of Commerce perfect. So, hey, in the house today, uh, I wanted to come in on Thursday because my friend Glenn Mitchell's in the house. He is the regional manager with the State of Alaska Job Centers in all of Southeast. So, Glenn, that includes Ketchikan, Juno, Juno, Sitka, and that's it. And He's that's like it. giving me the cut. He's yep. like, nope, that's that's, that's enough for me. That's enough. <laughs> Three communities. And he's in town this week because there's a lot of stuff brewing over at the job center that are super cool. And some things that, you know, we, we talked yesterday and mm-hmm. some of the stuff that you mentioned to me, I was really surprised because I got to be honest with you, like the job center people are really super nice, but you kind of think like buttoned up. We gotta follow the rules. We got. We gotta do it. We gotta check A, B, C, and do it this way and that way and that way. But your style is more creative and innovative and embracing the community. So I'm glad that we're getting a chance to chat today. So why don't you tell people a little bit about your background? Well, thanks, Michelle, for having me. And and yes, um, I am um, with the um, you know Department of Labor Workforce Development. Um, been with that department for upwards of 18 years and um, uh, have always loved that department because of what we do. And what we do is help people. We help them connect with with jobs and careers, uh, which of course not just helps them, but helps their families. And one of the things we were talking about and one of the things I'm really most proud of, uh, what we talked about yesterday, was our employment and training division and what that does. And yeah, I, I'm looking to change the culture <laughs> and the job centers because I don't want that buttoned up uh, look, as you say. Like more like people helping people. Right, right. That's, that's really what it's about. It's about customer service and providing that service so that it's available to everyone. Uh, employment and training services what we do is help people with education, job training, uh, advancement opportunities. And, and there's so many examples of that here in Ketchikan where we've helped people get some really great jobs. Yeah, like, okay, so I didn't know this. Like, let's say I come into the job center and I'm working with one of the counselors and my career goals or we discover together that maybe a good career path might be to do... I'm going to make some some career option that requires training maybe that's not available in Ketchikan. You guys can help with that, right? We can help with that. Absolutely. How does it work? How does it work is what we do is we will do an assessment with that person one-on-one time. Um, we will take a look at what is going to be needed as far as the education, how long that's going to take, the 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 payments or the or books that you might need, wh- whatever it takes to fulfill that opportunity. 
And then when it comes to travel time, we will take we will look at opportunities to pay for travel. So there's opportunities for people to if they want to go into a certain field and the training isn't available here in Ketchikan, there's a funding possibilities for people to travel elsewhere and maybe have a lot of help in terms of funding that training. Exactly. There, there See, that's is, super cool. I didn't know that. Absolutely. I mean, we, 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 I've heard for a long time that, you know, the job centers were kind of known as the best kept secret. I, I don't want that to be what our moniker is, okay? <laughs> we are not the best kept secret because we're a state of Alaska agency. We represent Alaskan communities. Right, right. Well, and workforce is front and center. I mean, I can tell you from being at the chamber, you know, it, it used to be workforce development was almost, uh, I would say, specifically honing in on employees, right? Right. Because you would help guide people to opportunities that are available. But now on the flip side, we just heard on the news that workforce development is now also about the employer because employers are having to be pretty creative about what they're offering, what the position looks like, who they're willing to hire, um, the culture perhaps of the company, Mm -hmm. maybe some folks who are like not being successful and finding people to work. Maybe they have to take a little bit of an inner look and say, hmm, maybe something within the organization could use a little tweaking so that it's more appealing um, because there's a lot of jobs out there. There's lots of jobs out there. And and because things have shifted, that's caused the job centers to, to shift their focus to the employer side of things. You know, um, we have a database uh, that's available. And, and one of the strategies that we use now is we search data, th- that database and it pulls out people that are on unemployment insurance, people that are actually actively looking for work, we can actually pull names, we can actually send those to employers that request that assistance. Um, I've done that with a a couple of companies here in town that has been very successful. Uh, And I keep saying I, but it's I have a team. (laughs) (laughs) And so myself and my team, uh, it's, it's all about employer focus right now because that's what we have. We don't have a lot of job seekers out there. The ones that are are not really having a lot of problems finding jobs. Right. They oftentimes have their pick. Exactly. Well, I think that if a person... A, doesn't have a job, and I'm not being judgmental, but like if, if they're willing and able to work and mm-hmm. you don't have a job, that's your problem. Because at this <laughs> point in time, based on what I'm hearing around the community, you can have three jobs very easily. Very easily. If, if, you're, if you're willing and able, you know what I mean? Like, you got to take a little bit of downtime. You got to take a little bit of personal time to do your own stuff. But, so... When someone comes into the job center and they say they make an appointment and walk me through how that, I'm not looking for a job. Pretend <laughs> I just walked in the door. Pretend you just walked in the door yeah. and, and and we um, have you uh, uh, come in and, and we greet you. We want to first uh, maybe find out why you're there. Right. And if you say you're there to look for work, one of the things we would have you do is sign in on one of our forms um, because we are federally funded, which means we have to document everything that we do. Um, and as long as we do that, they'll keep funding our programs. Mm-hmm. So. We will get information from you. We will guide you through the process of getting registered in our system. Getting registered in our system makes you so that now the hundreds and hundreds of jobs that are out there are now in your lap. They all fall to you. And we have trained staff that will sit there and guide you through how to find those jobs, the best way to search for those jobs. We can show you how to narrow down your search. And, and 
this is a statewide database. So if I'm in Ketchikan, do I really want to see jobs in Seward? Seward? Probably not. So, so in order to eliminate that, we will show you how to modify your search so you can just find those jobs in Ketchikan. Right. Or maybe, uh, maybe I'm a, at a professional uh, part of my career where I don't necessarily want to see entry-level jobs. Or maybe I'm just being entry level. I'm just starting my career. Mm -hmm. And so I really, I don't need to waste my time with the listings for the CEO of blah, blah, blah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, interesting. Yes. And, it, and one of the cool things about the system is that it will give you an opportunity to do a, word, a keyword search as well. And so I don't have to, I mean, there, there are several ways to look for customer service jobs. It's not just the word customer service. Oh, really? You can use retail. Uh, you know, you, there's different words you can use that is going to bring about other types of jobs that you probably weren't even thinking about. So you want to kind of open your vocabulary a little bit to draw other types of jobs in. Okay, so I've got a question. I'm going to grab this piece of paper. Okay. I've got a, I've got a question. Can I do a keyword search? Like you brought in a sample uh, job listing here. Mm -hmm. And so this one says uh, skilled at meeting organizational objectives. Uh, another part of the uh, things that they're looking for is fast-paced environment, um, motivation. Can you can you search under those kind of uh, talent skill sets as well? No, you cannot. Really? No, it's always based on occupational categories. Okay. So it's it's occupation-based database to begin with. So right. Sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you're out. Sorry, Charlie. Sorry, <laughs> but you. But those are oftentimes listed in there. I mean, you know, some of the key indicators you'll be able to tell. And I think that people, um, and I don't know. You correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like a lot of people, especially after COVID, um, they've had some time for for some introspection, right? Right. And they were they're able to hone in on, on things that they really like and things that they don't like. Mm -hmm. So for example, you a person might say, well, I, I couldn't even begin thinking of sitting at a desk for eight hours every day. I just couldn't right. imagine that. Right. So when you're looking through those job descriptions, you can personally weed those out. And then the but on the flip side of things, some people that's an environment that they thrive in. That's they true. can't imagine uh, having to think on the fly, and and you know they they like very structured environments. And mm -hmm. so maybe those other jobs that aren't like that, eh, not so much. Not so much. And and what we're seeing the most popular jobs out there right now are where people can work from home. Yep. Are you surprised at that? The flexibility. The flexibility, yes. I mean, and, and like you said, people were, had time for introspection. So finding out what's really important for them and their families became the, one of the most important things. What's going to be best for me and my family? What's most important? Family time seems to be winning. Uh, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, home life and family time is, is, is a big one. But there's something else, too, that I, I find really interesting. Um, several months ago, I participated in the Western Governors uh, Conference that was here in Ketchikan, their mm -hmm. meeting. And I was part of a panel on um, workforce development and labor. And one of the things that came up, and I, I, I kind of chimed in, People, and, and I consider myself one of these people, okay? I like to work, I work all the time, you know, I, but I work in, in, in pieces and spurts, you know? So, like last gotcha. night, I just thought about something I wanted to get done for work, and it was 10 o'clock, who cares, I wanted to do it. 
at that time, but maybe I want to go and do something else at three o'clock. But with that being said, one thing that came up was people are very cognizant of their their rate of work. So bear with me for a second. So you've got, and I've heard this actually from several of our business members, okay? Mm, okay. You have a job. The job description is that you're going to come and be at my place of business, whatever it is, a store business, whatever. But the hours are from eight until five. And so you've got a real hotshot employee who zips through all of their tasks and they're done by noon or one. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're clearly achieving everything you wanted them to achieve. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Now they're like, I'm done. Can I go? For real. Yeah. I mean, it's not a phenomenon anymore. It's actually happening with more and more regularity. Are you seeing that too? You're, you're kind of I, nodding. I'm, I'm nodding my head because I've been hearing from uh, employers uh, and they've been saying some of the same things that you're saying now. And, you know, looking at ways to kind of overcome some of these things. And, you know, I, I, it's, it's, it's a real slippery slope because, you know, let's look at our market right now. They're not a dime a dozen out there. So, so you've got your hotshot employee. You want to re- retain that employee. How do I do that? Do, do I let them go at one? <laughs> or do I give them other tasks uh, to keep them on the job? Because I really need them here. So, so it's, it's a really slippery slope. And employers, I guess, I always say, always do what's best for you. And sometimes you might not know exactly what that is. But now it's about retaining employees, retaining key employees um and and you you have to do everything that you can to do that uh with my employees i task them i i don't give them a set of uh things to do uh that's that's a short task i have morning duties i have evening duties so fly through that great now now you have evening duties maybe you can start on that and so i make sure that each day things are extended throughout the day. And I have great supervisors in, uh, in my offices that do a really good job of that. So I, I, I can't tell folk, employers what to do, but that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, I don't know. It's very interesting. I mean, the whole thing is very, very fascinating to me. I mean, I read oodles of articles on this. What I, what I thought was really cool when we were chatting yesterday, I found it so impressive. You yourself are a real big team builder and a true believer in outreach to the community. Yes. And in doing that, like you said, you don't want the zipped up, buttoned up, best kept secret at the job center kind of deal going mm-hmm. on. Tell me about some of the outreach that you've done in other communities and maybe give an example of, of some of your teammates in, in the other community for outreach. You know, I, I guess, you know, where I'm headed next is going to be Sitka. And I have a manager there that's been there for uh, over 25 years. And... Um, I'm, I know she's thinking about retirement, but I'm not thinking retirement. Anyway, um, <laughs> you're hoping. <laughs> but one of the things that we do is, is we take a kind of look at kind of like the some of the main focuses of the community. You know, I know coming into Ketchikan like this time of the year, tourism is huge here, and and so that's one of the main focuses of the community. So I I don't just focus on tourism, but because now is not a great time to focus on that. Right now, it's a great time to focus on community partners. And, and p- community partners are great to partner with because not only can they share with you about community and the people that are in these communities, but what's important to them. So when I go to Sitka, 
the manager there will take me around to fish to canneries and she will take me to some of the partners that she usually partners with when she's doing job fairs and resource academies and those types of things that bring community uh, uh, put put community event, events together so that brings everyone together and share information about what they do and how they do it that way we can make better referrals and better accommodations for customers and between each other and that's what I'd like to try to do here here, um, you know, uh, one of the things we haven't talked about is is losing all of my staff here in Ketchikan. Um, um, that was I, shocking. That I was had no really, idea. Really shocking for me as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> imagine, but but anyway, um, yeah, we I've lost all my my staff here, and so one of the the biggest reason I came here was to make those uh, You're connections. You're building your team. Building my team, make those connections um, so that when I do have staff here, I can share with them about what's going to be important for this community. I'm going to learn as much as I can from the people here and from businesses here. That way, we do what's best for the community. Right. So, you're, uh, and, and so let's kind of clarify this. Um, your manager, your longtime manager of the job center recently retired. Correct. And then the two individuals that were part of her team um, were uh, kind of segued into other uh, jobs, one uh, within the state, and mm -hmm. I forget, the other not, or? Right, the other one other one not, but, okay. but they were offered better opportunities. Right, uh, right. And, uh, and so they accepted that. And, of course, I always want the best for, for my people, uh, for, for any people, I just, because I love people. And <laughs> so I think, I think. <laughs> I couldn't you know, tell. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, it, you know, it's always about what's in your heart, and, and I've always wanted what's best for people. Uh, we've been given an opportunity to, to do what's best for ourselves and if in our right minds we can do that and so I want to see people do well and I really wanted that for them as well uh, and it doesn't matter what happens to me and what happens um, uh, with the with the job center but what what's best for them now it's my job to kind of you know fill in uh, where the vacancies are uh, and so what we're doing with that currently is we are bringing people in um, staff from other job centers to, to staff this job center every other week uh, so that means the job center will be closed a, uh, for a week but it will also mean that the following week the job center will be open um, and uh, learning about this community I've learned that that people that come to the job center in this community they don't just come to look for work they can do that on their own they can use their phone they can use laptops they can go to the library they can do all kinds of things but they do need the services that are still at the job center with printing and faxing and copying and those kinds of things. Uh, and then there's lots of other services that we offer, like the employment training uh -huh. uh, division and those kinds of things. So we want to be able to help them do that and do that effectively and efficiently. I've got signs posted up right now that, that gives them uh, um, options on how to still get what they need by just making a phone call. Oh, nice, nice. So if they do show up at the job center on, on the week that it's closed, then what happens is there's a phone number or there's still a way to reach out to staff, although the staff might be remote. Exactly. Okay, exactly. well, still, that's convenient. I mean, you know, it is what it is for now, but now the cool thing is, people, we're going to have our own catch can team yes. that you are building right now and i think see i'm i get always excited but i'm very entrepreneurial <laughs> so i always get excited about that because this is an opportunity so you're hiring a manager mm -hmm. and then you're hiring two staff members and so the new manager has the opportunity to help bring on board these other two teammates yes. and when you when you kind of create your own team mm -hmm. um 
boy, it can be it can be magic. Absolutely, absolutely. Even if it's you're brand new to this whole system of things, it's going to be magical. You get to lead a really uh, team, and you get to give them guidance and direction. And you know, hopefully, they're going to catch on. And you know, I was always taught. Not always taught. I take that back. I, I would say in the last five years, I've had a mentor that said, when you hire someone, hire them with the intent that they will take your position one day. I totally agree. So with that, in, that's what I want to give, the guidance I want to give to my new manager that's going to be here in Ketchikan. Right, right. Look and, at your staff. But historically, the managers here in Ketchikan, um, and the team for that matter, but the managers have had a lot of longevity. They have. They have been. Our last manager um, just re, you know, retired back in March, and she had over 30 years. She had actually 32 and a half years. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was there for a long time. Uh, she had been with the department for a long time, uh-huh. uh, and, uh, but managed the job center for a very long time and did a fantastic job and was out in the community, and which is what my managers do. They spend time in the community. They, they partner. They collaborate. Uh, and they put together job fairs uh, or have their staff put together job fairs. But I don't want a manager that's just sitting in the office all the time. I want a manager that's out in the community because that's why we're here. Right? Because that people won't even know. People won't even know. Yeah, okay, so like this goes back to what we were talking about yesterday Mm -hmm. at the chamber. I mean, I'm the only staff person, right? Right. And so I was talking to to the president of the chamber and my boss, um, and I said, you know, my theory is this, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You tell me if it's not working at some point. But no one in the community, our members and local businesses do not care how beautiful my files look inside my file cabinet. Now, I understand you need to have some organization there, right? And right. I'm very, very organized. But but what they do care about is moving around the community, being involved in the community, putting on events like job fairs right. um, and that are actually bringing meaningful things to their business. And that doesn't mean me sitting in the chamber office in the plaza staring at my four walls yeah. uh, for hours and hours on end. And so that's why I have a If you go to my office, and the whole town knows this, but there's a little sign on the door that says, office hours are normally, in Italian, <laughs> 9 to 1. If we're not here, and there's my cell phone, and mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the entire community knows. They just, they can text me. You can Facebook me. You can either through the chamber or my own, they call me, it doesn't matter. I think my last call, my last call the night before the 4th of July was at 10.30. And I take them all. If, if I am upright and not comatose sleeping, I will take the call. If it is at all possible. I love that. Um, because, I, and you say, well, you said the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I, because I, I, I am same. a true believer like you that the outreach and, and the communication and, and yes. cooperation amongst the community members, you just can't beat that, especially you in can. a town like Ketchikan. You know, one of the things that I do with my staff in Juno is I pull them all together and we have what we call little stand-up meetings. And uh, there's always two main topics that I always talk about in every meeting. And we do them once a week, sometimes more based on, you know, things that are coming down from upper management. But customer service is number one. And then the next thing I talk about is caring. Um, Because either you do or you don't. And I would rather have people that really care uh, than people that don't care. And you can tell the ones that really do care and the ones that don't. 
And when you really care, you're going to take that phone call at 1030 at night. And you're going to listen and you're going to and you're going to care and you're going to give advice and you're going to do whatever you need to do, which is what I would do as well. Um, I, I put my phone number on my bulletins, on my announcements, um, and I, my cell phone is in my email address because um, I'm available. Call me. Yeah, me too. I, I, and I feel like, you know, it's interesting, the total segue here, um, but I, I feel like with the admin over the last you know, decade, more than a decade of social media and just various internet options that are available from companies that people have come to kind of expect that instant response. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I've got a question, I'm going to type in a message and, all right, I want the answer. (laughs) Drumming my fingers. Oh! (laughs) And you know, that's exactly why Facebook has the thing, typically replies in two hours or typically replies in two weeks. That's true. Something like that. And to me, I feel like that's important. You know, um, courteous, timeliness, and accuracy, right? Right. And that's something my old boss told me. Okay. Um, And that was the three kind of pinnacles of customer service were those three things that were really, really, really important. But I agree with you. You know, a career, um, let's call it a career, not just a job, right? Right. Is in many ways the defining part of someone's character it is it is you know you spend a lot of time at work you you put a lot of dedication into it and it's really important that people care in terms of the staff so this is really i'm coming to see you at the job center this is this is really important to me help me point me in the right direction the job center is a place where all kinds of people come and there are people that are struggling to walk through that door and say anything. They don't want to <laughs> have interaction, even though they need that interaction. And then there's people that come in and they're just overwhelmed by the fact that they're there and, and they don't even know why they're there. Okay, I need a job, but I don't have any idea how to go about doing this. I don't know what to do. And, and you can see them with that look on their face. And, and you can, if you've been there long enough, which you don't have to be there for very long, you, you can spot it <laughs> a mile away. Uh, and, you know, we train our staff to look for those kinds of things. Um, but a, a person that truly cares will spot that a mile away. Yeah, I, I completely agree. That you'll see it. <laughs> hey, wild question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's off topic. Just just because I read a ton. <laughs> um, so right now you're hearing um, in the lower 48 specifically, um, and especially in tech, right? Mm-hmm. But you're hearing these murmurs that are kind of getting louder and louder about the looming recession. And all right, recession is looming, and some some you know people the frothiness of the job market. They're starting to clear off the froth, and layoffs are starting to happen. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not seeing that here. Excuse me. <clears throat> anyway, I'm not seeing. I'm not necessarily seeing that here. Mm-hmm. But you've been around long enough. When there was a recession, how's the uptick affect the job center? Um, we're seeing the numbers, of course, um, and we are, you know, strategically working through the process. And and when I say we, because it takes a we, uh, it takes um, a, a lot of team effort, and it's coming from all different types of di- from different directions. Uh, and what I love so much about my job is that 
we work together from a statewide perspective. So it, it, I'm just not looking at, you know, just little low here, little low there. I'm, we're looking at things from a statewide. Fairbanks, Anchorage. Every, everywhere in the yeah. state. And so everywhere in the state is different, which is, is, is a good thing. But we're all seeing that we're coming to the same place. Um, I, for Alaska, I, I think uh, actual recession is still a long ways off if mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's going to be there at, at all. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Alaska is, is a huge attraction. No matter where you are, just saying the word, the name, will draw attention. Um, it's, it's, it's what I love most about going back home. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I love talking North about Carolina. this place. I love talking about Alaska. Yeah. Um, and uh, but but it, it's gonna it's a it's a huge draw. And and so it's always going to generate its own. Uh, it's got its cachet. It's got its cachet. Yeah. It's going to generate generate its own attention, and I think we have that going for us. We have hardworking people here, uh, and people that truly care about each each of their communities. Well, and you know, it's very interesting um, that that we're talking about this because actually, it was the last big recession, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's exactly what landed me in Ketchikan, sitting in Tallahassee, <laughs> Florida. Oh, wow. You know, with really. Honestly, not a very diverse economy in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. University, state government, government, um, a sprinkling of nonprofits, but really it was it was pretty, you know, those three areas right there, city, state, and so on and so forth, and, and university. Uh, with that being said, uh, I felt very limited opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with a military background, I started this this. Matt, don't make fun of me. This massive <laughs> spreadsheet. And I looked at various cities and did a lot of research and thought, is that a place where I would like to be yeah. um, for these reasons? I had children at home at the time um, where their economic outlook's good. Uh, what was the quality of life? How mm-hmm. about housing? How about living costs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I hate to, I'm ashamed. <laughs> Alaska was not on my list. But working through job listings, I saw, I saw a city of Ketchikan job pop up, hmm. and I thought, oh, that looks really cool. Well, they'll never call me. I'm in Tallahassee. This is crazy, but I'm still going to send my resume, mm-hmm. and the rest is history, right? right? I love it. We would never. Best thing we ever did. Wow. Yeah, wow. and and you just never know how those things are going to happen. So, and I feel like in the recession, like you know, Alaska cachet, if you will, mm-hmm. if if people are starting to to feel the pressure in the lower forty eight, um, they're going to start looking at places like Alaska. They they will, they will indeed do they that. Will. They will. Indeed. And we were talking yesterday about the uh, Chambers ChooseCatchCan dot com website, mm-hmm. and so we're going to partner on that a little bit because. That website, and if you haven't checked it out, folks, go check it out, choosecatchacan.com, was originally intended to be a website to attract remote workers, people who would move to Ketchikan and bring their jobs with them. Yeah. And we actually already have several of those folks here. But anyway. Amazing. Well, we got, oh my gosh, blowing up the internet. We (laughs) thought, oh, maybe five or ten people would want to come. Like in the first two months, over 100 applicants a hundred applicants. And what we found out was that probably half of those, a good half of those, were not remote workers. They were people from all of these other places who had verifiable 
like skills, like mm-hmm. creds. All right, I want to move to Alaska. I'm not a remote worker. And so I'm going to share some of those names with you because um, it's a great opportunity and, you know, people helping people, right? Exactly. Thank you so much. I'm excited about that opportunity uh, and excited to, to speak with prospective uh, people that are interested in my employment services manager position that's now currently posted uh, on the Workplace Alaska website, which is the state government website. Um, it's uh, I extended the date through the 27th of this month, so I knew I was going to be here. Uh, uh, for a little bit and I would have a chance to talk to people like Michelle. Uh, and I'm not applying. <laughs> just so you say. <laughs> I'm, I'm thrilled at the chamber. Darn. But anyway, uh, but but, but it's uh, I, I just think it's an amazing opportunity um, to come in and get into a job where uh, you get to affect the community in a positive way uh, and work with all these wonderful uh, agencies and, and uh, uh, businesses here, uh, whether they're for for profit or even nonprofit, mm-hmm. um, uh, I spoke to a represent an executive director from Wish yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and she shared some amazing information with me. I'm still in awe about how many wonderful things that that organization does in this community and how many people they help, from little children to full grown adults and families and so on and so on. I mean, uh, they they do some amazing things. Something that you know we can use now going forward to help people that are coming into the job centers. Now we have that information that we can share. She mentioned that you know most people do know about Wish and what they do, but there will there will still be some people that we work with that will have these barriers to employment that may have other issues that they may not know about Wish. And at least we can be there to let them know. And that's what collaborating and, and working together is all about in 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 the Ketchikan community is knowing who our partners are out there so that we can make appropriate referrals. Exactly. And if you're interested in that manager position, the really cool thing about it is you will be integral and help building that team. Absolutely. I mean, like you are, it's like your own canvas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that you will see on this recruitment, when you get to the very end, you will see my name. It'll say Glenn Mitchell, manager, and it'll have my phone number. <laughs> and you can call me and you can ask me questions about it at any time. Try not to call at 1030 at night. It's okay. I'll be there. <laughs> but <laughs> but but just, just ask questions if you're really, really interested. Um, because I'd love to share with you my vision for this position. Um, and... As get, I'll be the only one supervising this position, so you, you only have to deal with me, and and that's really easy to do because I'm not a micromanager. You know, people who are listening can tell you're a real <laughs> ogre too. <laughs> I believe in having fun and getting paid for it, so <laughs> so let's do that. <laughs> so that's really cool. And hey, guys, this is a great job. It pays sixty two thousand five hundred dollars a year plus benefits. So woo woo on that. Yes. That's awesome. So that closes on the 27th, and then hopefully we'll be having our catch can team in place uh, within the next couple of months. Let's be conservative. You guys will be rocking and rolling, and yes. yeah, let us know how the chamber can help and partner. And you know, I heard a bunch of people. Hey, when are we having another job fair? We need to have another job fair. Yeah. Um, October would be a great time to have a job fall, fair. Fall you know, job fair. People are people are coming off the tourism season, seasonal right. positions. Maybe they do want to pick up something in the winter, whatever. Uh, maybe they want to transition to something else. You know, here's something interesting that you may not know. Hmm. There are a large lar- and growing number of folks who came here sometimes decades ago, sometimes just a few years ago, who came here 
to work a seasonal tourist position mm-hmm. and loved it so much that they never left. And they're really, really active in the community. They've transitioned to a different role. Some have opened their own businesses, you name it. Um, But that happens a lot. Um, So lots of opportunity. Lots of opportunity. Absolutely. Lots of opportunity. Do you even want to give your phone number out on the radio? Absolutely, I do. Go for it. Uh, My cell phone number is area code 907-321-0500. Yay, awesome. Thank you so much for coming. (laughs) Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Don't forget, you can check out all the news. CatchCanChamber.com will have playbacks for podcasts there, too. Thanks to our friends at the Catch Can Radio Center. Have a great rest of your week, friends.